Welcome to the Beautiful and True Project podcast. This is a place where we talk about beauty and truth, the things that are most important to us, the things that ground us, and the things that uplift us. My guests are not celebrities. They are, in many ways, leading kind of ordinary lives, but they pay extraordinary attention to the world around them, and that makes the difference. My guest this week is Jerry Terry, a brilliant photographer, an amazing dad, and someone who takes deep notice of everyday beauty. Today, we'll be talking about the secret to weathering hard times, the blessing that comes of not making your passion a business, and how a little bit of joyful attention could end up saving the world. It's a great conversation. Hi, Jerry. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How are yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, pleasantly, you know, fuzzy inside to be asked to be, you know, to on this podcast, which is like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> you weren't expecting oh, or somebody you hadn't talked to in pretty much a couple of years to show up and say, I really want to talk to you about this no, I mean, live it, in public. Not really. I mean, even just my photography is like ooh, okay you know wow someone's really really appreciates what i do to this extent okay cool let's see where this goes <laughs> yeah well i mean i i love your work i if i really should contact you to make a print for me so i can hang at least one of them on my wall that's how much i love it oh, and i love i love supporting artists and uh you are definitely one and so the reason I wanted to talk to you was because because of that, because of your photography, but also because I can tell through your work the kind of attention to to detail and the attention to beauty and the the way you, you that you, the way you capture light. Um, it just you clearly have a really strong sense of what is beautiful and true to you in your life and in your work. So of course I want to talk to you. <laughs> well, I appreciate hearing that, you know, so no, this is awesome. Oh, great. Hope I'm not embarrassing you too much. No, at all. no, Good. no. So, have, and this is a conversation I don't think we've ever actually had, although I've known you, you know, uh, for some time. How did you get started in photography? Have you been a photographer since way, way back or what, what happened? So I remember growing up, you know, going to functions, like my parents were very involved in like family parties at our place or just community stuff, you know, growing up in Kenya with the West African mm -hmm. community. Um, so it, there was a lot of formal parties and I grew up you know, being that kid that always served guests, drinks, food, cleaned up that because my parents hosted a lot, you know, that kind of stuff. So <laughs> um, I used to find myself at events where, you know, I'd, I'd be asked to hold a VCR. And back then they had those VCR shoulder unit stuff. And I would learn how to do that and just capture moments like that on a VCR. And then I got a little bit older and then we'd be at birthday parties or something. And I'm looking around, I'm like, this is such a important family community event. No one's really 
documenting this. So I'd find a camera or two somewhere and just ended up just taking photos and didn't think much about it. Just thought about, hey, documenting a good time. That's it. And then it really wasn't until I started working officially with the city doing wetland restoration programs where city of Chicago. This is after you moved to the United States. Right, right. This is after I'd come to the States for college and stayed and everything. Um, grant work, you know, writing grants, um, managing grants, that kind of stuff. And I would have to document the work being done. So I'd started using the office camera and just documenting walking out in nature because these are wetland projects outside walking around. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by all these beautiful stuff, birds, snakes, trees, that kind of stuff. And I have to document it, you know, and being someone who's always been invested in outdoors, Mm -hmm. that's one of my loves, nature, being out in nature, just experiencing it, you know, and then it came to capturing it through work. So I realized this other form of, you know, expressing myself, which as a as an introvert, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my gosh, you're not shy, whatever. You know, I'm very shy. And the longest words have always escaped me. I started finding a way to express myself through photography. Mm-hmm. So while working downtown, I started lunchtime. I would go to a bookstore, open a photography magazine, read, read, go online, practice with my work camera techniques and that kind of stuff until I was able to save up and actually buy my first digital camera. That's what I did. Even when I got that, every lunch, I'd go find a magazine, look at one of the challenges and try and do that challenge. And that's how started you know i started walking around the city taking pictures of anything and everything that inspired me so that's kind of how i started through magazines you know being inspired by what i saw so i've i've never really i've never taken a photography class totally self-taught never take it's totally being inspired by what i see and learning the techniques and taking the picture you know, that's how, that's how, and I got to a point where, eh, do I really need to take a course? You know, I'd love to certain courses, but that's how I kind of started. So, yeah. So since then, you know, really officially since 2005, 2006, when I really started taking notice of a camera and what I could do with it. I love that. And again, this goes back to exactly why I wanted to talk to you, because you took this this kind of government job where really you just had to go out and take some snapshots of some things so that you could fulfill your grant obligations. And right. Yeah, that's the story. So lots of people just like click, 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 done. You were like, ooh, look at this. Look at this. Yeah. And knowing that my name was on this, I had to Mm -hmm. make sure that I delivered. So that was very important. You know, it's like, oh, my name is linked to something very important. Like I'm known within our partners for this grant management and getting the partners together and everything. I need to make sure that I'm delivering legit stuff. 
So I really started paying attention to composition, mm-hmm. writing, um, subject matter, and that kind of stuff. And it was all trial and error, trial and error. And it got me, finally got me to a certain level, I guess, where people started taking notice and appreciating what I was doing. So, All I'm saying is that a lot of people wouldn't have done that. They would have just done the bare minimum to get the job done. and Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I ask, is the picture over your shoulder one of yours? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. So Jerry is, is sitting on his couch. Uh, is this in your living room, your basement? What, in the what? basement. I thought so. And I'll, I'll tell you what I can see. Past, past his left shoulder is this beautiful picture of this field. And it looks like maybe some houses or some buildings in the background, but they're, they're kind of out of focus. And, in the, and they're all in black and white. In the foreground are these beautiful flowers. Are what are those? Are those black-eyed Susans? Yes, they are. And the yellow just absolutely pops. And I just want to tell you about that because it's my favorite thing in the whole world. This is one of my things, one of my beautiful and true things, which is a splash of color in an otherwise drab background or environment. Yeah. So I'm right. completely captivated by that as you're talking, and I beg your pardon. And, and let me tell you, this is a scene that you have seen before that is only a few, maybe, I don't know, three three miles from where you're at. Where is that? This is actually by Lincoln Park Zoo. Okay. You know, by that field by the zoo where you see the buildings looking south. Yes. This is exactly that area That's looking south. That's the skyline. South. That's the skyline. So those are the buildings. This is looking south. So this was the north side looking south at downtown. Oh, that's just beautiful. I'm I'm getting I'm I'm definitely getting a print of yours now. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So I this is and this is all um post this is all editing to just get the yellow, the pop of the flowers and everything else was just muted. Yeah. No, I I just I love it. Yeah, that's that's sweet. So when we were in the city, when Aaron, my wife, we were living in the city, you know, our our condo was basically a sort of small gallery of my photos. Because then when I was in the city, I took a lot of skyline city pictures. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my city pictures were on the wall. Mm-hmm. And so when we moved here, she was like, yeah, now that we're a family, we need some family photos on this wall. Like, I love your work. We need some family photos. And I was like, yeah, but... So I had to strategically find one or two photos to put up somewhere in the house. And this is one of them. Well, I love your family photos, too. Uh, Actually, we'll just jump straight to that. They're they're amazing. I mean, like, like lots of people take good pictures of their family. But the ones that, at least the ones that you post, and I, I know for sure that you're taking hundreds that you don't post. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I remember Aaron, your wife, who is a friend of mine, she used to be like, "Oh God, he just won't stop taking pictures." Yep, yep, and hey, some some things have changed, and some <laughs> have like you know, just like life, you go through stages, and you know, before we had the girls, you know, sky was a limit. I had time to take photos. You know, I'd wake up before sunrise mm-hmm. and go to 
the lakefront and take photos, you know, the light is awesome or sunset, you know, and things change that um, now having two young girls, all I have time for is family and work, family and work. So my photography focus has totally changed where, you know, I don't have time to do photo walks downtown, but I'm spending time with my girls. Let me capture their, you know, their early life. And that's what I've been doing. You know, for example, the other thing is before they showed up, I was doing weddings, engagements, birthday parties, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, though I miss certain aspects, my passion has changed, you know, because certain aspects of photography is very demanding, very stressful, you know, shooting a wedding. Oh my goodness. That's a whole different ball game. Granted, I started with friends, so there's less pressure. They're just like, Hey, if you get it, cool. If you don't cool, you know, so that's nice lack of pressure to start with. But when you are officially hired to capture a moment for somebody who really isn't a friend Mm -hmm. and they're paying you good money. Mm -hmm. You only have one chance to get the shot. And if you miss that shot, that's not good. (laughs) Basically. So yeah, a wedding is very high stakes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. A portrait of my daughter is not, I mean, she might let me take it. She might not, but, that comes the challenge of capturing things, candid moments, you know, which tell a much better story than stays, hey, pose for me kind of stuff. You right. Know? You know that I've been following your work via Instagram and Facebook. And actually, yes, I follow the R&J photography, which is the official business. R&J-D. I'm, I'm so sorry. R&J-D. That's all right. That's all right. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. You know, um, it, actually, it means Rick... My father-in-law and Jerry Dominique, me. Dominique. Yes, I used the Jerry Dominique for that. So I left yeah. off the Dominique part. I'm so <laughs> All right. I'm absolutely leaving this in, though, so everybody can hear about my embarrassment. So it's R and JD photography on Instagram, and um, I, I love the work that's there. Your personal Instagram account—that is where I. I feel like you personally as a photographer are just absolutely shining. So I've been following it for a long time and, and just liking all of it. Um, the nature photography is phenomenal. All of it is beautiful. And you were always on the list of people that I wanted to talk to. And then you posted this picture of your daughter at the beach in this, just her arms are raised and she's in a completely joyful stance and it is absolutely one of the most, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just captured the heart of beautiful yeah. and true in this little girl. And I was like, okay, I have to reach out to him right now. It's been an interesting journey because it's like, I've been on the cusp of, oh, you know, I'm on hold with the business, you know, because I'm concentrating on family and that kind of, but I'm also enjoying that aspect of just doing personal stuff, just, just capturing stuff for the sake of expressing myself and just capturing beautiful, unique moments, you know? So I'm, I'm enjoying that. Like, yes, I miss the business side, but there's complications there that Mm -hmm. I miss, you know, a business, you have to be in it 24 seven. And 
I don't have that kind of time, you know, with the family. My passion right now, my focus is my family. So I've kind of shifted, but I can still show that passion, do that passion that photography is for me because I just love it. Right. And it's it's something that I can do anytime to a certain extent, you know, depending on the situation, location and that kind of stuff. So I mean, I think you're making this really interesting point, which is that in American culture today, we we try to monetize everything, right? We have a passion for cooking. Oh, we should we should make a YouTube channel and and try to get a bazillion followers and turn it into a business, which is wonderful, but there's also something to be said with just letting it letting it be. Yeah. Really important. Just just expressing your true you regardless of who follows or who's in interest, you know, finding out where you can express yourself mm-hmm. and 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 be healthy with it. You know, it, it's a source of calm, safety, whatever, you know. Joy. Exactly. And that's what it is for me. And when you mentioned that particular photo, that was what I saw in the moment, you know, being on the beach. My daughter, I mean, her personality is it's sunshine every day. And I have been watching that sun you know, shine for the past um, six years, you know, five, six years. Oh my gosh. She's growing so much. I'm forgetting how old she is now. I can't now. believe she's that old. I remember. Yeah, like she's basically a teenager. She acts oh. like a personality, the stuff that she says, like I, I'm just inspired to capture those moments. Like there's so many photos, like Aaron, my wife is upset with me because when it comes to making a photo album, there's too much choice, <laughs> you know, there's too much choice. And I'm like, well, that's a good thing because whatever you choose is actually a good choice. You, you can't know, go wrong. Exactly. Because that's just how I am. I see a moment and I think about composition and then I capture it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's how I've done with my girls, like my oldest, especially, I mean, Hey, you know, how often does one have a child, which I always wanted. So I went, you could say I went crazy capturing her life, you know, and, and, but I just enjoyed watching her through the lens as well as without the camera, just watching her grow up. It's just fascinating. Mm -hmm. Does she ever go, dad, stop it. Oh, (laughs) earlier on when she could verbalize that. She would let me know she no longer now. It's it's all about candid moments. Mm-hmm. It's all because she's like, you know, ask her to pose. No, <laughs> she might do it for a second. If you miss that opportunity, forget about it. You know, she, <laughs> she's like, no, like I'm not modeling anymore. I'm not, you know, so it's like candid moments. So sometimes I'm able to get them. I'm not. And then now that I have a second, it's like and then somehow thankfully it's like wow these girls i mean these girls are these girls are amazing beautiful i mean you know you look at their mom and it's like i have some mini models and people have asked why don't you get them into all that stuff your photos and all that and it's it's a mixed mixed bag because it's like hmm they could go that way but at the same time it's like why like you know let them just be 
kids and not go down that alley of, oh, you're on a schedule. Oh, you have to portray this and that kind of stuff, you know, so. Well, I mean, I am absolutely certain that, especially the the one image that we've been talking about, about the one on the beach, that you could upload that to a stock photography site and people would download it. I, I know they would. And I, I've thought about that for many photos and it's like, hmm. But I mean, do you want that? Maybe you don't want your family out there for every bank to use. Right. And that's, <laughs> and, and, you know, the dilemma. Yeah. That's the dilemma. It's like, hmm. Will you talk a little bit about your nature photography? Again, I keep saying this because it's true, but I I love all of the nature work, but you're doing these really close up macro shots right now. Yeah. That are just yeah. stunning. And it's like you. you're capturing these tiny, tiny little moments of beauty that most people are never going to see. You made mm-hmm. a snake look beautiful the other day. Ah. I mean, I think snakes are kind of cool, but beautiful? I don't know about beautiful. And that snake looked beautiful. Oh, man. That's the kind of stuff that, you know, you don't think about. But when people say it, it's like, wow. But that's kind of part of my goal, my story being in the field that I work in, you know, working with the, you know, forest preserve. So I'm an environmental educator with the forest preserve. So I basically teach something that I never thought I would do being a shy guy, but I'm, I teach, I'm a leader. People look at me to learn about anything from the soil to the birds, to the trees, to the weather. So I teach about that whole spectrum. Um, but also in my team, I'm the documenter because of my skill. Mm-hmm. So I manage the Facebook page. I get photos for grants, for projects, that kind of stuff. But I'm in the environment. I have access to nature. You know, I go to my nature center, you know, lunchtime, I sit on the banks of the Des Plaines River and it's such a scene. It's beautiful, you know? So I have access to the beauty of nature. So it, for me, it's like, it's a different aspect of photography. Now, photography for me, I've never limited myself. There's so many different types of photography, wedding, kids, pets, macro, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff. I've never limited myself because to just one theme, because there's so many beautiful things out there from the skyline downtown to flowers. So whenever I come across something beautiful like that, I want to do my best to capture exactly that, the beauty of this moment, the experience, tell a story about it. So with my profession, it's even more important because we want people to appreciate nature, you know, to understand it, to see what it's made about. And the more people who can understand and appreciate it, the more people that are helping to conserve and preserve it. So that's my goal with my photos with nature, you know, to 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 let people see that, wow, you know, there's beautiful, you don't have to step too far to experience nature. Mm-hmm. If you have access to a backyard, if you have access to a local park, there is an aspect of nature there that can be appreciated, whether it's a flower, you know, whether it's a bee, and especially these days, bees are so important, and not just the honeybee, which everybody knows, there are so there's hundreds of different species of bees throughout this world. They too are important because why? Because they pollinate the our food sources. They help create our food sources. Mm-hmm. Without them, 
we won't have we wouldn't have any food. You know, so being able to help people appreciate and understand nature is one of my goals, one of my ways of telling the story of nature itself. And what I see, and as, as you're talking about this, what I see in your work is that you are paying such attention to the nature that is all around you all the time. And it seems like that is what you're trying to convey, that these things are worth paying attention to. That if you take a moment for yourself to pay attention yourself to these things, that you will see the same things that I see or that you, Jerry, see. And then the next level is then if you pay attention and you see the beauty for yourself, you will care about it and then you will start to protect it. Yes. And then the entire world becomes a better place because one person started to pay just a little more attention to the, the beauty that's around them. Yes, yes. And that and that's and that's 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 passion. Like we need to expose people's true passions because it's in that passion of doing what they love that people do things well, better, are happier. Mm-hmm. They've been given this medium to express themselves, you know, and that's really important, especially now with all that we're going through, you know, we need to get stuff out. We need to express ourselves, but we also need to remember the beauty, the good stuff that's around. And for me, that's always been important. You know, what makes me smile visually is going to make me smile mentally. I'm a very visual person and that has helped me with my photography because that's what it entails, being able to see something and understand and recognize the different aspects of thing. Because I may see it, somebody else may see something different, which is fine. I'm expressing the angle that I'm seeing, which I can compare to the angle that you're seeing. But let me help you see my angle so maybe you can get a little bit more understanding and maybe things can balance out a little bit. So that's that's how my photography, you know, so the macro aspect, I recently invested in a macro lens because I realized there's so many different levels of nature from the big stuff that we can see easily, trees, leaves, animals. But what about the tiny stuff that we don't readily see? <laughs> the insects, the ants, the worms. Oh, you did an ant picture that a while ago. I'm just remembering it. I loved that ant picture. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. The really small stuff, because I realized, you know, with the Forest Preserve, this is a whole different aspect of wildlife, of flora, fauna that needs to be, that is already being captured. But let me capture it my way for my area, because there isn't much of that, you know, that's being portrayed um with my units and stuff. So let me let me go into the tiny aspect and tell the story of these important insects that are still part of this great big puzzle that we're dealing with every day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just having fun with that. I'm learning. There's so much to learn from it. It's trial and error, but it still gets me to see the smallest stuff that can be easily missed. Mm. You know, but it also gives me a chance to show my girls all these small things that is in their world. So that's what I'm doing right now. Oh, it's so beautiful. And what you're talking about right now is something that that is starting to solidify for me, that especially when it comes to true, like it's pretty easy to talk about beauty. People can talk about beauty fairly easy, but we start talking about things that are true. 
that that our values and yes i know this is this is this is real this is this is true that becomes much more difficult and we kind of have to talk around it and i but i think what we're talking about and what i'm learning through this podcast is that there is a great big huge picture and i only get to see my little part of it and you get right. to see your little part of it and every other person on this planet gets to see their little part of it and if we can each share the part that we see, then we all get to see a little bit more of this great big picture. Right. But yeah. And then we get to see a little more of what is true, like big T true. I don't know. I'm kind of going right. off now, but I, I get really excited by this because the only way, the only way to escape, I think the only way to escape some of the absolute crap that we're in right now as a planet, as a country, as a society, uh, is to listen. Yeah. And to try to find, I'm just going off now. I'm like barely making sense. No, I'm no. so excited and inspired by what you're saying. You're, you're, you're on the, on the, I'm on the same track because, and I'm going to use another visual reference, you know, picture, uh, a picture puzzle. Yeah. You know, a big picture puzzle, like, so many small pieces and yes the box might show you the end product but you still got to get to the end the the complete um picture mm -hmm. it's all these small pieces that you have to put together but how'd you get there it takes work it takes effort it takes patience it takes curiosity curiosity as well yeah. you know and once you start you know, it's going to be hard at first, but once you start and you keep at it, you keep building that momentum and starting to understand how the picture is coming together. And it slowly starts, bits and pieces start making the whole puzzle. And then that feeling in the end, when you complete it, is feeling of accomplishment that, wow, yes, even though it took a long time it was worth it that journey was completely worth it and here's the final final piece and it's beautiful you know and that that's so that's so important that we recognize how all the small things all the small efforts matter to making the whole that we don't have you know the, the one key doesn't just exist in our hands. It's made of all a bunch of different keys that we have to assemble together and 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 make things better, make this world a better place. And it's not just the in individual. Um, so I'm curious, because you said you were talking about we'll get to see the finished product. Do you think that one day we get we get to see the final I, I feel like i'm putting together a puzzle that i don't know how many pieces there are and i don't know where the edges are and i don't know if there are edges i i i, I hope so you know it's 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 you know the future is unknown but based on the steps that we're taking we we can expect to see that final piece based on the effort that we're making if we're making that effort consistently you know and that's the part con consistently. Yes, there'll be times where things fall by the wayside, but with that hope of something better to come, with that hope of finally seeing the final piece, that will keep us going. So for me, with the whole photography thing, like it's it's hope for me. Showing that joy 
there's hope there. You know, that's something that, you know, we have, we individually have access to our personal joy. Mm -hmm. You know, we can create our personal joy depending on what our joy is. Um, But most importantly, it's a joy that is fruitful for ourselves, but can also be fruitful for somebody else. Does not infringe on somebody else's joy. And that's the joy I'm talking about. So for me, photography has been that way of not only achieving my joy, but showing joy itself. Mm -hmm. Like that picture of my daughter, showing that joy is still possible. Joy is still important. That joy can help us overcome some of the things that we may be experiencing right now because it provides that hope. And we always have to, for me, I always have to grab that hope of things are going to be better. Things are going to be good. Let me find that joy within and express it, you know. So that's that's what it is for me. Yeah, done. I'm done. I'm turning the podcast over to you, Jerry. I'm done here. Oh, well, here's my man. thesis. Here we go. This is it. I love it. Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. Um, oh, we are just about out of time, but I want to ask you, because I ask everybody, you sent me a picture. And um, do you want to tell me? Do you want to talk about what's in it or do you want me to? I'd love to get your perspective. I believe this is a sunset or is it a sunrise? It's uh, sunrise. Is it? Okay. So oddly enough, this is remarkably, I think this is remarkably like the picture of your daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what we have is we have Jerry's wife, Erin, who is standing in front of, I, is it Lake Michigan? The ocean. Oh, it's the ocean. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has her arms in a wide, wide T as if she's embracing the entire ocean. And you can kind of see her dress, which is striped, but mostly she's in silhouette. And there are these beautiful waves, small waves coming in, and they are lit by this golden sun. And there are these beautiful kind of pink and gray clouds, and then this really pristine, quiet, reflective sand. Mm -hmm. And it is both calm and completely exciting and completely expansive. It is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Did I capture it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I, you know, you described the scene and I'll give you more context. Please. Uh, That was back in 2014. And that was actually on our baby moon. Our (laughs) first baby, we actually, yeah, our first baby moon. So before our, um, firstborn. So Aaron was probably, I don't know, six months pregnant, seven months pregnant or something like that. And this was in Miami because mm-hmm. we were about to go on a cruise um, to the Bahamas. And, you know, I was all about waking up to see and just experience the sunrise. And, you know, hey, I've never really been to Miami like that. And I wanted to see what the sunrise was over the ocean. And so I encouraged her to get up and this was really a moment of joy because I've always wanted to be a dad and I was on the cusp of becoming a dad. And when I saw the sunrise, I just asked her, you know, Hey babe, like, I just want to capture this scene. Like, you know, just 
just how do you feel when you see a sunset? Just just give me, you know, and she's not all about modeling and all that kind of no, stuff. No, no, she's she not. hates it when I'm always with my camera or whatever. But I asked her and she just, you know, raised her arm up. And composition is really, really important for me. Yes, there are times you can break the rules and everything. But I really wanted to have this silhouette, not even see the sun, but see the light that was portrayed on her like she was greeting the sun because we were on the cusp of of um, greeting a new chapter in our lives of becoming parents. So that's exactly what I was going for, capturing the scene of, you know, rising sun, greeting the rising sun, something beautiful, something life. The sun is life. We're, we're creating new life, you know, life's to come. So there are all these elements in that picture at that time, which was so joyful, you know, so that was 2014, you know, but I recently posted this photo again, um, like two, three weeks back um, during this crazy time with everything that was going, I went back to that time of joy because um, I remember um, you probably heard maybe Andra Day, her song, I'll Rise Up. Mm, oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful song. I hadn't heard that song in years. Aaron used to hear it a lot. And I heard her listening to it. And with all the troubles that we've been thinking about, um, it's been really, really hard with everything that's going on. Again, it was like, there's hope. There has to be joy. We have to think of the hope. We have to show the joy. I'll rise up. I'll rise up again. So listening to those lyrics brought me back to that same photo, that that photo applied, that we have to we have to rise up every day, face the day, and know that there's a silver lining. There's always a silver lining somewhere. The sun is going to shine every day. We must greet it, that sun, every day. So for me, I'm very passionate about visual stuff like that, that portrayed joy, happiness, moving on, you know, continuation of life. Because especially now, we have to rise up every day and do our best to face the day. So that that photo, you know, 2014, 2020 still applies. And that's what it is for me. Like, I, I love, gosh, there's so many photos that I want on my wall, but I just can't have, you know. So that's what it is. That that's the photo that that really spoke to me then and speaks to me right now. So that's why I shared that one. So you're speaking and I have the privilege of listening to you speak as I'm looking at this picture and I also have this song going through my head with the yeah. beautiful lyrics and the, the powerful melody and I'm I'm literally crying. Yes, and you know when you hear when you hear the song if you haven't watched the video, watch the video as well, because, you know, just the visuals, like I'm a still photographer. I am not a videographer. That's a whole different ballgame. I bow down to people who do videography because sound, pictures, live, you know, that's a whole different art. But the what I think is the actual video was black and white in a studio and just beautiful seeing her passion on the mic as she sings, as she belts it out, like the emotions that are there that really, they pick me up. Mm -hmm. 
they pick me up when I need a song. You know, I, I usually refer to reggae songs, but that song picks me up and it's like, yes, I'll rise up again. Oddly enough, and maybe this is, this is not so odd, but it has been going through my head even before we had this conversation. Yeah. Every now and then I'm like, yes, rise up. Yes. Rise like the day. Everybody, mm. every, it applies to everybody, anybody who needs that pick me up, who needs to remember that, you know, there's, there's a silver lining. There's, there's always tomorrow, but live in the moment, but there's always hope. Dear listener, I want you to, I'm going to put a link to this song because I'm sure yes, it's on YouTube. You I'm going to put a link to this song. I want you to look at this picture that Jerry took of his wife and listen to this song anytime that you need to feel inspired, uplifted, and anytime that the world's getting you down because, oh, Jerry, you're killing me. You're killing me. I love it. Oh, God, thank you. No, you're what welcome. What an amazing conversation. You know, honestly, thank you because this is not something that I usually that I usually do. Um, because again, I get shy about you know expressing myself verbally has never been an easy thing to do. But like, I have a platform now in my photography and my work as an environmental educator, as a dad, but also you know, people like you giving me opportunities like this, you know, I couldn't say no to this, even though it was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to say? You know, but no, it, 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 it invigorates me. It's, you know, I'm impassioned even more having this conversation with someone like you, who I know has a lot of passion and I've always seen the passion that you have. And I've always been you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, people like you, good people that I'm so glad we reconnected. Cause Me too. You are one of those people that Aaron's friends, co-worker that's like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's good people right there. Oh, I've always felt the same about both you and Aaron. I just want to take a moment to, again, thank Jerry so much for joining me today. He was sneaking in a conversation while his girls were napping. I guess it's all in a day's work for quarantine, aka daddy daycare. You can find Jerry's professional work at www.rnjdphotography.com or on Instagram, also at rnjdphotography. If you need to, check the show notes and you'll be able to find links to both of those sites. If you do check out the Instagram page, you'll see the beach picture we were talking about earlier. It's the second in the series, and it is glorious. As always, thank you for listening. And if you like what you hear, find us on iTunes and subscribe. Search for The Beautiful and True Project. I hope that listening inspires you to focus on the beautiful and true in your own life. We'll talk again next Sunday. Have a great week.